Hey, welcome to episode 56 of Tangible Takeaways. I'm Jackson, and today I'm going to talk about how we need to put the kingdom over everything. Hey, and I'm Carlos, and today we're going to learn some practical ways where we can turn our worship from like this vertical to the horizontal. All that and more on this episode of Tangible Takeaways. Thanks for being on, man. Hey, I'm glad to be on. Yeah, appreciate yeah. you taking the time. Absolutely. Welcome back. You know, I'm sure that, you know, you're a veteran now of Tangible Takeaways. So. I am. It feels really good to be on for the second time. Yeah. And so, you know, at first I was like, maybe I'll never be invited again. But And here you are. Here Who I would am. have thought? Who knows? And we're glad that you're here. <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, as we wrap up this playlist series, just give me like a, a little bit of a rundown on almost like your relationship with music. We've been talking a lot oh, in this yeah. series about how music has such power in our lives, yep. you know, like Absolutely. how have you seen that to be true in your life? Oh my gosh. I mean, <clears throat> I, the, the cool part about it is that my mom was a, you know, big fan of all kinds of music. Yeah. So I was introduced from like oldies to, you know, just different genres, country music, believe it or not, and just all kinds of music. So it's almost like in every season of my life, whether good, bad, you know, there's always the, this playlist that I'll have and actually I've labeled them like sad songs, encouraging songs, you know, happy songs, you know what I mean? Whatever mood maybe I'm feeling, yeah. it's this playlist, you know? And I learned that from my mom because I could tell, you know, coming home, uh, I used to be out in the streets back in the day, you know, when you had to be home before, you know, as the streetlights came on. Yeah. So I'm walking, I would walk down and we lived in a, in a small house and I knew what kind of mood she was in simply because, because I could of what hear you heard. the music playing on an old uh, stereo system and I could hear it from outside. And as I would walk up the, the steps to the house and open the door, I could just tell exactly. You knew what the vibe was going to be. I knew what the vibe was, you That's know, for so the most good, part. Dude. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Oh, cool. And I honestly think you, you work with students, man, music plays a huge role in youth ministry and a huge role in that stage in their life as teenagers too. You know, Absolutely. it's a big way that they express themselves and Absolutely. identify themselves. And oh, yeah. honestly, a great jumping point I've found through my experience with youth ministry, music's an awesome jumping point with kids to start talking about things that really matter. Uh, 100%, especially we live in the age of social media, TikToks, Instagram Reels, you know, they're, they're adding music to these short little videos they're making. And it's it's typically, you know, some type of emotional state they're in or something they wanna share, something, you know, it could be something comedic, something funny for them. Yeah. So it's, a, it's, it's just a great avenue to kind of engage in, you know, to serious conversation. Yeah. yeah, no, it's so good. So this weekend, as we kind of wrapped up this playlist series uh, going through the Psalms looking yeah. at some of these songs that stand out from the songbook of God's people right. um, there was this really kind of clear connection between worship and missional living right right which might be interesting for some people because they might view those as almost entirely separate I think right. sometimes we see it as like well worship is the cool thing that I get to do with God or even with his people and then we go from that and we try to go get people to maybe come right. join us right. but it's almost like these two separate functions but then there was a pretty clear connection drawn in that passage and Pastor Todd did a great job Absolutely. showing us how it connects kind of all throughout scripture sure. so what would you say what what kind of connects those two thoughts of worship and mission 
Right. No. And, and, you know, it just draws me back to the even earlier early explorers of, of the world. Right. Like they had a mission to go discover these new countries, these new mm. places, and they went out to explore and they used the stars. Right. To navigate. And mm. their mission was to go out and they would use the stars to like navigate and find, you know, their next location and all that. And in a way, I think that that worship uh, worship for us as Christians is our like North Star. Right. We're able mm. to kind of look at God and just uh, remember what he's done for us. That's why we worship and praise him because, you know, throughout those journeys, I'm sure for those sailors back then, they encountered trouble, seasons of, you know, a distress, all those kinds of things. But because they stayed focused and centralized on the direction they were headed, they were able to uh, get to where they were going. Mm. And I think worship for, for us is in a way is, is, is that North Star where we can uh, experience moments in pain in our life, seasons of, of downfall or frustration uh, that we remember who we're doing it for, right? Mm. And that's what brings us to this place of worship. And that's what kind of clears the way for us just to continue and, and be obedient in serving and serving and reaching others. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's really good. I, I think that um, what's so interesting about it is that we have to go back to the beginning, yeah. like what we're designed for, Absolutely. right? We're designed to worship. Yeah. And so when we talk about reaching other people, I think there's kind of an order of events that almost happens, Absolutely. right? Like when you come to know Christ, likely, you know, we're big believers in this concept of oikos. You likely came to know him right. through a relationship with somebody else who knew him. Absolutely. And so when you come to know Christ, though, one of the like joys and, and peace that flows out of your life is starting to play your role, yeah. starting to worship God. It's what you were designed to do. Absolutely. And man, when you start living out your designed function, there is sure. so much um, purpose that's felt in that. There's so much peace. There's um, just this sense that like things are clicking and things yeah. are right in my life. Absolutely. Not because all my circumstances are awesome, but because my posture is right. Because exactly. I have this bent towards worshiping God. And then man, when you find the contentment Mm -hmm. that is found in truly worshiping God. Yeah. Not just singing songs, not just being Absolutely. performative at church, but man saying with with every breath that I have, I, I want to thank the Lord. I want to praise the Lord for all that he's done for me, um, for all of his goodness, all of his kindness, um, not just in saving me, but that I'm reminded of all the time as I look around at the beauty of his creation, yeah. as I enjoy the common grace that is felt in awesome food and in great relationships and in um, these great things that I get to enjoy here on earth. All of those things, they lead me to praise God Absolutely. and they bring a new level of contentment and satisfaction faction to everything. Yeah. Man, how would you ever experience that and not want the people that you love to experience that too? Exactly. You'd want to share with everybody. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just when that clicks. And I think maybe for some people, the reason that worship feels so distant from mission is because worship to them is just kind of coming together and singing songs with right. God's people and everything sounds good and might, you know, look cool. And there might be a little bit of an emotional moment, but worship doesn't define their life. Exactly. But man, once worship starts to define your life, yep. of course you want people in on that because wow. you realize how good it is to do what you were made to do. Yep. And that's Absolutely. what the sacrifice of Jesus frees us up to do, Absolutely. is to do what we were made to do, exactly. to worship God. <laughs> and so then you're good. like, dude, I got to go get people. I got to go tell people about him. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's that whole great thing. Like who doesn't experience something awesome and then say, man, I got to go get some people gotta to check this people. out. I got to, I got to let them know. You know, you get some, you get some good tacos somewhere, oh, yeah. you get some, 
You're a big fan. I'm a big fan. Carne asada fries. Let's do it. Yep. You got a good carne asada fry spot. Yep. You tell people about it all the time. Oh, yeah. All the time. Because it's so good. So same thing with the Lord. You know, we're going to tell people about him. Yeah, exactly. That's super You know, while we're on the point, maybe just tell the tangible takeaways people where you go for good carne asada Uh, fries. It's called Papa's Tacos. Mm. Yep, absolutely. Off of Bear Valley. Just, you know, on the vein of sharing good news. You know, why not? That's good news for you right there. I'll just start. You're welcome. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Hit Carlos up with a thank you card afterwards. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, Let's get into this, Carlos. We talked a little bit about being an ambassador now for Christ, too. That's an interesting concept for us. Um, What is it? What would you say, you kind of hear that, or you kind of heard Pastor Todd explain it this weekend, what sure. sticks out to you about being an ambassador for Christ? You know, just, you know, being a representative, right? Like we understood in the biblical context, these uh, ambassadors for, for God would go out and t- share good news or give words of wisdom or encouragement or even uh, uh, information, right, mm. that, was, that was prevalent. And I think that, you know, when we hear that word ambassador, it seems a little bit intimidating, but if, if we're quite honest, we, we are all some form of ambassador, right? Mm. We represent, uh, whether it's our parents, right, right, or we repre- have this representation of who we are, experience we've grown up in, or these people, this person that we are, right, we, we represent something. And when we look at an uh, ambassador, we're ambassadors for Christ. So that means that, you know, we go out and, and we represent Christ and what that looks like. And, and But even in that context, we have to be very careful because we have to understand several things, like first and foremost, as, as representatives of God, like, like Pastor Todd was saying, you know, we have to definitely uh, be respectful of others around us who mm-hmm. may not understand, you know, what, what, you know, who we belong to, right? Yeah. Uh, and then the second thing I look at is, is this idea that uh, we, we have to make sure that uh, we understand whose we are and that, that we're Christ's mm. when we're out there in a culture that maybe doesn't gravitate to that, right? They don't understand, again, uh, the, this idea of like, man, I'm this representative of Christ. Uh, and, and so, like, I think those points right there just remind us of how important it is uh, to kind of look upon the cross, like you, like you were saying, saying earlier, that, and that we're saved by God's grace and mercy. And because of that, we, we almost like put on like this jersey, right? This spiritual jersey where we represent him. You know what I mean? Yeah. In, in, in an age, you know, we wear hats and shirts and things and we're, we're proclaiming well, You this. and I are repping yeah, teams absolutely. today. absolutely. We're repping teams today. So, you know, we're this ambassador for Christ. So when we go out there, uh, it's an opportunity to kind of share that, you know, because mm. I don't know about you, but I'm a pretty passionate sports fan. You know, yeah. I rep my teams and I'm going to tell you about them. Uh, and the same thing, I'm going to tell you about my Lord and Savior. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to be an ambassador for Christ. I'm going to be respectful of others while I'm out there. I'm going to be holding myself to to high regard as well yeah. uh, in in practicing. Yeah, yeah. There's almost a level of, um, and I and I love this about the the concept of ambassador. There's almost a level of like pressure to being yeah. an ambassador. Yeah. I'm just thinking like, let's think about this. You know, part part of what makes this a little bit easier for me is when I hear ambassador, I just start to think like, okay, let's think about a real ambassador, yeah, right? Absolutely. So if you are an ambassador from one country yeah. to another. And then you, as that ambassador, say something to the country that you're an ambassador to. Sure. And that ticks them off. They go to war with your country. (laughs) Right. Who do you think the leader of your country is going to come talk to about that? <laughs> exactly. They're going to be like, dog, what'd you tell what them? What did you say? Man? What'd you, like, we did not want to go to war with them. What did you tell them? <laughs> right? right? Like, I think on some level, man, that puts a, a level of pressure to my life that, sure. man, I want to paint an accurate picture for people who interact with me yep. of what Jesus is like, exactly. not what Jackson is like. No, not at all. And man, 
like that makes sense to us up here, but we have a really hard time with that because there's these other passions that creep in, right? Like what have we watched for the last two years is our political views kind of overshadow who we right. follow, right. that we follow Jesus. And all of a sudden, man, I'm a little bit more this or that than I am a, a believer, a follower of Jesus. Exactly. And I think we can start to use following Jesus as a guise to be about other things right. instead of placing those things in submission to following Jesus, yeah. right? Which is what I want to do because I want to rep Jesus. I don't want you, when you like know me, when you hear about what I'm about, yeah. I don't want you to walk away like feeling like, man, that's, you know, I've got a great sense of who Jackson is. Yeah. I want you to walk away feeling like you've got a great sense of who Christ Absolutely. is and how much he loves you and how great and good he's been to me yeah. and to my family and mm -hmm. how he's completely changed my world. Like, yeah. that's what I want you to know as an ambassador. And there's some pressure to that. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. You know, I wonder with that ambassador concept, if there will be conversations that we have with the Lord in heaven right. that are like, man, this was not a good representation of who I am or what I'm about. Right. And when I think about that, when I think about having those conversations, I want to have those as <laughs> about as few uh, topics as possible. Oh, with right. The Lord, you Absolutely. Know? Like, when I, when I get into that conversation with him, which I'm expecting to be coming, sure. I want to, I want to be able to say like, Lord, I hope that with the majority of my life, I represented you well, Absolutely. not because I was trying to earn anything, but because I took seriously the role of being an ambassador for you. Amen. And man, I just think, Carlos, so many of those other things, they bubble up to the surface and they become kind of these identifiers, these things right. that we rep about who we are. Right. And I just want to be, I want to be somebody who's about God's kingdom over everything else. There you go. Like I, that's become a, a little bit of a phrase for me at a church I worked at. You know, it's funny, we're talking about hats. <laughs> at a church I worked at in Northern California, I would make a big emphasis about kingdom over everything. Yeah. And I abbreviate it KOE, baby. KOE, like kingdom it. over everything. And I had this guy who made hats that said, KOE on him and nice. just to remind himself like kingdom over everything and I just think man are we about that as people who follow Jesus that right. it's kingdom over everything it's his kingdom over everything right. or is it man am I using Jesus to accomplish my goals exactly. to accomplish things that are interesting to me or to yeah. go seek after things that are attractive to me man I want to submit myself to my king yes and I want to represent him well yep. you know and I think that that becomes a real challenge so how do we kind of keep ourselves to doing that Carlos how do Right. we not get distracted? I mean, you know, of course we talk about worship, right? The first step, right? We, we, we worship, we gather together as a church. Uh, we stay in, in, a, in this state of like, you know, the Bible calls us to, you know, like it's funny because I love how it, like it talks about uh, in the Bible, we're supposed to be in our word like day and night, night yeah. and day, kind of this aspect of, you know, without that foundational truth that we're not, you know, if we're not in our word or we're not in prayer, these are all uh, attributes that are going to build our character, that are going to build uh, up so that when those times come, those moments come, man that we can stay faithful like yeah. you said all these other things are going to pull from us distract us from that um one big thing pastor todd hit on even this weekend was uh, the serving right mm -hmm. you know it's a simple of active obedience is stepping outside that you know into the lobby and grabbing one of those cards i mean i know for so many uh serving can be such an intimidating factor i can remember my first time serving here in the student team uh, i remember walking in and just feeling this sense of uh like just i had no confidence i was like man i don't, I don't think i can do this this is yeah. crazy like I'm supposed to share the Bible, and what if they ask these questions, and what if I don't know, and, you know, all of this pressure there, and I thought, well, wow, look, I hear, I don't, I'm not Pastor Tom, I can't hear, you know, speak like he does, and yeah. teach like these other guys do, uh, and then just simply understanding that I was available there, mm. I, I just allow God just to say, hey, Carlos, listen, I know that you may not feel like you're fully equipped, but and you may not be, but 
the fact that you step out in obedience and continue to serve others, I'm going to see you through that season. I'm yeah. going gonna to be there to guide you through. Yeah. Uh, and that was a pivotal moment for me just to say, okay, God, yes, I'm going to be obedient. I'm going to step forward. And I think that can be uh, one of the biggest things that we can take away is, yeah. is, is just being available and to serve others. Yeah, that's so good. I love that, you know, those two kind of points. You really can't tell people about the kingdom if you don't know what's going on in the kingdom. <laughs> right. Right. So we got to fill our minds with scripture with time Mm -hmm. and prayer. Um, We want to know what's going on in the kingdom so that we can be able to tell people about it. But you can't tell people about it if you're not present with them. You know, it's that that great contrast. Like, I got to know what's going on in the kingdom, but then I got to go just be available to people. And that's the way that I'm going to be an ambassador. I'm not going to be an ambassador by like hiding away from people and just thinking about the kingdom. But man, if I'm just only ever with people and I never spend any time like thinking about what is the kingdom of God? What's actually going on there? What's my king all about? And scripture helps inform that. The gathering of God's people helps inform that. Time and prayer helps inform that. And then I go just be available and accessible to people and watch what God does. Like, I love that, Carlos. Like, You didn't feel any confidence when you first started. Man, nobody does. And at the end of the day, hopefully our confidence that you and I feel today still isn't about us. Because if it is, dog, we're in a bad (laughs) spot, man. (laughs) Like, it's not going to go well. Right. But man, I love that. Like, of course, there's no confidence because there's n- I'm I've got nothing to be confident about. Yeah. But that's not why I'm being available to people. I'm being available to people because I know it's my job to be an ambassador. Exactly. And so I'm gonna make myself available and I'm gonna trust the Holy Spirit to show up. 100%, you know, like absolutely. oh, it's so good. <laughs> so how would you say? Like, let's talk about real practical. Pastor Todd gave us some real practical things at the end of his message. Right. How can we kind of step into this missional? You know, let our worship flow into our mission little bit. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, you know, Pastor Todd, of course, you know, just gave us a great message. And again, just that that act of obedience. And again, like I said, stepping out and just kind of uh, not only being available, but man, but really challenging yourself. I think that what we tend to do is, you know, like I, I love the, I use this illustration with people that I know that um, that, that, that I've talked to in the past. And, uh, you know, some of us, sometimes we can kind of be our own stumbling block. Like you said, mm. we, we go and we learn all these things about the Bible and we're passionate about the Lord. And it's like this cup overfilling with all this information, right? And it just eventually gets so full that it starts to just spill out and it's never useful. Mm. And I think that, you know, like, like, you know, we're saying this to be able to come out of that and really sit at home, pray about it and ask yourself, man, am I using all the tools that God has provided me? Am I using the resources that God has uh, given me to be able to reach others? And and most of the time we think we're supposed to be, you know, like for everyone, it may not be like, I'm going to teach the Bible, but man, there's so many opportunities in our local church, especially coming out of the last two years uh, where we need people that are just, again, available and mm-hmm. willing to answer the call. And so like, I think that that, you know, like, like like uh, Pastor Todd had said, you know, let our vertical worship turn into a horizontal uh, worship, I think just resonates across all of our campuses and across the Victor Valley. Yeah, no, that's really good. And I also love Carlos. Like, I I feel like coming out of some of his practical points at the end, one of the ones that stood out to me that I think we should use a lot more is I really love as an evangelism strategy, you know, we're we're Christians, we love strategies, you know. So as an evangelism strategy, I really love worship as an evangelism strategy, like thanking God for something that he's done in your life to people who don't know God. That's an awesome thing to be like, man, God has been, let me tell you what God has done in my life. I love that because that is a, you know, when we say testimony, we normally think of like, give me your whole life story, Story, which is, can be very powerful. But man, 
I'd love to hear a testimony of how God's been faithful to you in the last year. Yeah. How's he provided for you? What's he grown in you? What's he shaped in you? Because that's super compelling to people right. to hear like, man, following God has been an add to my life. Right. It's it's given me so much more than I have given up to follow him. Yeah. I have received so much more in following him. And I think, man, what a great, like there's so many people out there Carlos, that I talk to on a regular basis that seem to think that following Jesus is just all about loss. Right. And it's just all about what you don't do. Right. Man, there is so much gained. I I lose my life so that I can find true life mm-hmm. in abundance in him. Absolutely. There is so much that I have gained. Mm-hmm. It completely outweighs what I have lost Absolutely. in following Christ. Mm-hmm. What I have lost was never desirable. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> right? Like, And I have only gained things that have brought peace and joy to my life and consistency and stability. And why don't we go tell people about the peace that we have, about the joy that we have, about the stability that he's brought to our life and say, man, praise God. And I'm not even trying to like convince you on anything right now. I'm just telling you, God's been good to me. Mm -hmm. Like, let that be enough and see how the spirit works in that. Because man, what if they're going through a season that has no consistency? What if they're going through something that feels hopeless and they need that hope? And that's going to spark a potential for a conversation over the next few weeks and months of like, hey man, like you were telling me about how good God's been to you. You were telling me about how he showed up and he's offered you hope that you didn't have before. Right. I'm hopeless. Yeah. Like, I need that. I love that as a strategy. Mm-hmm. I love that as a practical way that our worship of God yeah. literally overflows into mission. So practically, it's not a sales pitch. I'm literally just telling you how good he's been to me. Yeah. Because simple. that's what we do with good stuff. That's what we do with our carne asada that's fries. It. We tell the world. Yeah. You got to go tell people about it. I love it. Man, yeah. we'd love to hear there in the comments if you've got a tangible takeaway coming out of this playlist series, coming out of Pastor Todd's message this weekend. Uh, let us know if there's a way that you're practically engaging your world, letting your worship flow into your mission uh, to go and reach the world and change them for Christ. So I uh, would love to hear that there in the comments. Don't forget to like the video, maybe share it with a friend and subscribe so that you get future videos as well. Carlos, thanks so much for taking the time. Hey man, thank you for having me. Yeah, that's all we got for this week. We'll catch you guys next week on Tangible Takeaways.